0: Hey, this is Therese Skelly and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast where I love finding these cool people that are willing to get real, willing to share with you stories of their life that will hopefully inspire you because a lot of us look like we have life that, that is like happy and shiny and we look great on the outside And sometimes you don't know the backstory. Sometimes you don't know the journeys of the people that I'm bringing on. And it always is relevant to where you are. So I'm delighted today to bring in with us Adriana Monique Alvarez. So welcome. Welcome to the show, Adriana.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me.
0: Well, and like I said to the listeners, Adriana and Monique, are, are there any more beautiful names than that? So I probably am going to be saying Adriana like 57 times because I just love that name. So <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> so Adriana, are we ready to roll? So um, why don't you tell us
1: today what your
0: business is and what you love about
1: it? Mm. So my business, I teach women how to start their own publishing house. And what I love wow. about this is it allows us to look at publishing and stories in a different Light. Mm-hmm. This isn't about hoping someone says yes to me. This isn't about mm-hmm. hoping someone sees that my story is good enough. This is about linking arms with women who are dedicating to get your story out to the world. They already wow. know that if you took the time to write it, <laughs> it's important. It called yeah. you yeah. and it's ready to be released into the world. So I love that we completely shift that dialogue and say, no. How can we bring your truth so that more people can hear it and live it and breathe it?
0: I've never talked to a person that had a publishing house. So, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> that's so freaking cool. And is it, is it like for anybody? Do you have to have a certain size of business or list or yeah,
1: like like who can, who can join you? The people who can join me are those whose hearts and souls are drawn to it. Okay.
0: All righty. So gang, be listening if there's that little voice in the back of your head, like, what? So, you know, sometimes the intuition will not, sometimes the intuition will always tell you the next steps. All right. But we're not here to talk about publishing as sexy as that can be. We're not here (laughs) to talk about publishing. So, you know, my show is a little bit different in that I could come on. It'd be really fun to have you on and go tell me about publishing. I mean, that would be really fun to know more about that world. That's not a world I run in. But when I, I when we talked before, I was so taken by your courage. You're shifting into something new, but you had a really painful experience that got you there. So
1: start wherever you want with that. Hmm. So I like to say that my third child, every child was an initiation of sorts. Ooh, yeah.
0: Got goosebumps on that one. Yeah.
1: My third child, Nina. I had a full-term stillbirth at 38 weeks, never thought, never knew anything was wrong. And then at the last checkup, everything was wrong.
0: And Mm.
1: I remember I actually delivered her at home myself. And I was holding her in a few minutes I had before we went to the hospital. And this took me on a journey Mm. of number one, recognizing that we came here for the full spectrum. I spent most of my life thinking that I was doing well mm-hmm. if all I experienced was the good, the ah, happy, yes. the successful, yes. the achievement, right? Because we're kind of taught that in our society, right? Run towards oh. that. Yeah. And all the rest of that, that is bad and you've taken a wrong turn. What have you done right. wrong? right. And for someone who had worked so hard for gold stars, when I went through the depths of it, I remember feeling like there, there's waves of grief, but you also can sense when you're going deeper into these waters, it's the deep waters. Mm-hmm. And I had to come face to face with this belief that I had carried my entire life. If something bad happens, then I did something wrong. And so now I had to face, well, what did you do wrong?
0: Right. I
1: think that's kind of
0: normal for a woman with a miscarriage or like that's,
1: Mm, right. Like
0: that's a part of it, your body, or did you eat something or like, so how did you, how did you navigate that?
1: Mm. Well, I, I knew in, in a deep part of me, I did nothing wrong.
0: Okay, good.
1: Right. I had this strong sense that this was about something more. This wasn't happening so that I could turn on myself and beat myself up and Mm -hmm. begin to dissect every event, every choice, like you said, Mm -hmm. everything you put in your mouth. Oh, was it this or that? That wasn't the purpose. It didn't feel like this was happening for me to go down that rabbit hole. What it felt like was this was meant to crack me open and for better or for worse, these types of experiences crack us open, almost like a seed yes. must be cracked yes. open yes, in order to grow. Right?
0: <gasps> you know, and I hear kiddos in the background. So oh. <laughs> I know you have two boys. That's beautiful. It's all perfect. It's all perfect. You know, I, and I, and I excuse my sassy language, but there's a term metaphysical mind fuck that I like to use because on one hand, if we're creators and we're, you know, we're one with the divine and we just speak the word and it is well, then what did I do to cause this? And I think that on one hand, taking full responsibility is great. And there are t- I love that you're like, and maybe there was another reason. And sometimes it's, you can't even get to, cause it's so horrific. And I don't want you just to jump over like, oh, and then I found the reason. Cause I'm sure it was months of just crumbling grief, right?
1: Oh yes. So, uh, grief is
0: yeah. Grief
1: is the son of a bitch, I'll say that. Yeah. Grief is yeah. um Grief is probably the most fierce opponent I have ever went up against.
0: Yeah. And the thing is I've had some you can't win. <laughs> That's the thing. You just like like it's it's like putting your finger in the dike going, Oh, I can stop the water. Yeah, no, it's gonna crash you. So how no. did you how did you just surrender to because you also had two
1: little boys to take care of? That, that was, they, they were the key. Because wow. I learned, if I wouldn't have had my boys, it would have been very easy for me mm. to go into the depths and the darkness yes. with grief, right? Yeah. I, didn't ha- I didn't need to get up and do something else. I, I had a business I was still running. I had thousands of clients wow. at the time. Yes. And I had two little boys looking at me every morning. <sighs> yeah. And what led to... Me actually being able to find the gifts in grief Mm -hmm. and death and loss were those two little boys. Two, Mm. they each had one powerful instance. So I had actually, when I was pregnant with them, made the commitment, I had them 12 months apart, I made the commitment that I would be a happy mom. Okay. I didn't promise them anything else, but I said, I will be a happy mom. So I found myself grieving. And finding it difficult to just do day-to-day activities. Yeah. And I kept hearing this promise I made to them. Wow! And so I had to come face-to-face with this. And the first thing I learned is that it's possible to feel grief and to grieve. Mm-hmm. And four minutes later, witness something beautiful or have a great moment or taste something delicious. Wow. So I could actually experience emotions simultaneously. And that is the magic because a lot of people say, oh, this
0: isn't right. That means I'm not loyal or I didn't love her enough or I'm, it's too fast. I shouldn't enjoy, you know what I mean? So that's the thing that I know, and you're talking about it with grief, it's individualized. There is no phase one last three months, phase two, you know what I mean? <laughs> and for you, and that's it, right? Life is holding the both. I can grieve and three minutes later, I can find joy. That's yes. it, like ding ding ding. We can hang up now if you get, if you get right. nothing else out of this, right? Like, that's it, yes.
1: And I, I learned I was capable of that, I could actually hold two emotions. And this yeah. happened one day. We were living in New Orleans, and my little boy came up to me. I was it was uh one of those waves when the wave just right. hits you in the face, and I was physically feeling it, I would feel achy. And I was laying down and he came up to me, said, Mom, I want to go to the park. That We lived right next to a park. And I didn't want to go. And I didn't want to see the other moms. I didn't want to talk yeah. to anybody. Yeah. And yet his sweet little eyes, I could not deny. And I said, OK, mom is going to get ready. And we went to the park. I was sitting on the bench. I was watching him. And that was the day he grabbed some kid's bike And he took off riding. That was the day he learned how to ride a bike. Wow. And he had never practiced this That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. This is the son who never crawled. He just walked. (laughs) He never pulled himself Uh up. He just went for it. And when he turned the corner and he locked eyes with me and the sheer joy and how Uh proud he was of himself. And I said, oh, yes, I can miss Nina and I can be so present with Sam in this big, big day.
0: That's magical.
1: Well, let's talk about Nina. Mm. So didn't
0: you tell me that even before you got pregnant, when you're pregnant, you had a connection? So I I want to, I want to, because, you know, well, her body is gone. Her soul was with you and is with you. And I know she guides you a lot today. So let's go there.
1: Mm. Okay, so I will start by saying this. This might feel like a difficult story to believe. Okay. Especially if we're used to only understanding and recognizing what we can taste, touch, feel, yes, smell. Right?
0: Yes. But I think the people that listen to me are pretty open, <laughs>
1: <They're> open. <laughs> to the other Perfect.
0: alternatives, right? <laughs> so you just share, don't censor it. Go ahead.
1: So we were living in Guanajuato, Mexico at this time. We left the US right after the boys were born. And I got this strong urge that I was to get an office in addition to our home to work in. And I had transitioned my business online and typically my husband would be the type, he's very grounded, Capricorn and practical. And normally he would say, why do you need that? You know, you really only work a few hours a day. And he said, yes. And he went on this hunt for this office and it was a beautiful office and it had, um, a bedroom with it as well, and it had mm-hmm. a bed. And so one night I had finished working and I messaged him and I said, You know what? I am just so tired. I couldn't mm. imagine walking up that hill. Guanajuato is a city of hills. Okay. Right? Okay. So I turned the lights off, I laid my head on the pillow, and as soon as I, you know, when you just have that first moment of like, oh mm-hmm. yes. Yes, yes. I heard an audible voice. And I jumped up turn the lights on Yeah, and if there's no one in the room mm-hmm. and I was told and instructed that I would be guided each day and it was my responsibility it was my opportunity to wake up and set aside some quiet time and ask mm-hmm. what is mine to share what do you want to share with me today mm-hmm. nice and when I received it I was then to pass it on in some way okay I would know So, I did this every single day. Mm -hmm. And this connection, I didn't know who this was. I didn't have a name, nothing like that. I just honored that ritual. Mm -hmm. And then I got pregnant with Nina. And I noticed that this continued. And actually, during this pregnancy, the amount of messages and just absolute clear guidance I received was phenomenal. There were so many interesting and synchronistic events. Mm -hmm. And then. When I, when I had the stillbirth, I remember being at the hospital and same thing. I could hear her so clearly saying it was almost like in those hours afterwards, she was saying, like, stay with me. Do oh. not get distracted by your culture's definition of all of this and what it means.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And she continues to speak to me to this day.
0: I'm kind of speechless. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like, Adriana, you must have been open to that. Because I think the souls do connect, but you had to be receptive. So there was something in you. And so if somebody's sitting out there going, why don't I hear dead people? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, come on. The spirit of my kid didn't talk. And I'm being a little facetious. But how did you, how do people open up to receive?
1: Because it's all Mm. there right? So yes. do you have any thoughts on that? It's all there. And I want to say it's not for special people. <laughs> it's, it's available. <laughs> not that
0: you're not special, us. but you're right. You're right. Absolutely. You don't have to have special training. You don't have to have gone to school for this.
1: No, right. no, right. And what I would say is I always had a very strong sense of something otherworldly, mm-hmm. something I couldn't explain or define. And what I had noticed um, at the time that she showed up for the first time is I was feeling this mm, discomfort and this tension between uh-huh. I have this connection. I know that my intuition is strong. I know that I know things I
0: yes Should it know. shouldn't know. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I didn't learn, so to speak. Um, but I was not sharing that with anyone. And mm. she really said, this is not something you can hide. That's really cool. So I know it continues
0: today, and this is also informing your work, right? So you want to you want to ask yourself a little bit? Sure,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Well, it was on December twenty eighth of last year. I I always write something for the year, mm-hmm. and I said that twenty one would be the year that I fully embodied the storyteller, the Oracle, the channel that I am. And that I, like you said, fully surrendered to this experience Mm -hmm. so that I could be of the greatest service. Right. Right? And so one of the things I was guided to do was to create an Oracle card deck. And I had never done it before. I didn't know how to do it, but I just Mm -hmm. kept putting one foot in front of the other. It came together. And when I found the person who was going to help me with the images and whatnot, I remember her saying, okay, it'll be a you know, 44, I think it was 43 or 44 card deck, mm-hmm. and just send me your content, mm-hmm. and then we'll create the images. Okay. And I didn't know how this was going to come together, yeah. you know? But within about 17 or 18 days, every single card had come to me so clearly in the most wow. unique of ways. Yeah. And I, I could not have predicted it. And what I realized when I was doing it, I was so focused on the deck and the next mm-hmm, card and mm-hmm. hearing the message clearly. But when I was finished, I really got, Oh, this isn't just a nice product or this isn't yeah. just a gift to your sons. Oh, this, this is, this is now to be the thing you lead with. This is front and center.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Slow the train down. <laughs> so you just started by talking about a publishing business, which on one hand is very grounded. People understand publishing an Oracle card deck. So, so, so was there ever a part of you or anybody else in your life that said, are you crazy? What? Like or, I did. Like, yeah. Okay. okay. I, was, I was the
1: first. The first I was one. Like, oh, okay. So let me see here. You know, I've established a business for twelve years. I have a great reputation. We're growing tremendously. I've come out of the spiritual closet a few times. Yeah. But all of the pride and identity that I've led with in within me was going. Oh, don't blow this up. You yes. worked too hard for this. Yes. Right. What will people think? So now, now you're leading as a, a spiritual channel. A, Now, what? what? Right? Right? But I have to tell you, you and I had an initial conversation. And of course, it just takes one to crack it open. Right. Yeah. And I had, of course, as life would have it, a conversation with this entire team who's helping me create a whole, I'm going to be on a whole new platform. I moved off of sort of the traditional social Mm -hmm. media. And they said, okay, so what's your, it's like a TV channel. What's your channel all about? You know, what are the main things that you want to teach about? And I was sitting there. I felt like I could throw up because I knew I couldn't just say the publishing. Right. I I knew I couldn't do that. Yeah. My soul was going, no. And so I said, well, and I told them the story and I said, so we must lead with the spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. I am here to help you connect to yourself and to spirit. Mm. And then we can later bring in the storytelling, the publishing, all that. And the guy who was there, there was two people on the zoom call and one was a big guy, like my husband and he starts crying.
0: (gasps) And he said,
1: I do this with a lot of people, you know, do these meetings. What do you want? How do you want to present yourself? And he said, when you said it like that, it was so honest and so Mm -hmm. true and not just, Mm. we're all so ready to lead with that glossy, sexy, right?
0: The external, the success, the the, the past. Wow. Let's just take a moment. Cause that, so we talked about Nina and and the horrific birthing a stillborn baby by yourself. I can't even imagine that. And yet if you didn't have that experience, would you be here today?
1: Definitely not.
0: Yeah. So it's really the story of tragedy cracking you open to the next level of your soul's expression.
1: Yes. And that is it. This feels like Full soul expression. Yeah. It right, feels like, right. oh, I'm home. Oh. Great. Right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm home. Right, right. I get
0: it. You know? But what if, like, not everybody's going to get the experience of having a stillborn? Sometimes we have a two by four hitting us in the head or we lose something or we, but what can people do if they're on the like, I kind of know, but I'm scared and I'm known for this. And what will people say? Like, how do you counsel or coach people right in that spot? Because I feel like so many of us either are there or have been there or are hesitant to go any further. So what do you say, Adriana?
1: Hmm. You know, the thing that I have found is that if we pause and acknowledge it, so this okay. is what I started to do with grief is I started to invite it to the table, yeah. like I was having tea with a friend. hmm so grief, you're visiting me today. I'm not going to try to deny it, ignore yeah. it, suppress it, right? So whatever feelings you're having, you know, whatever concerns they are, mm-hmm. instead of hoping if I don't look over there, then it'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> bring it, bring it, Beautiful. open your hands and literally mm-hmm. make yourself available for this conversation.
0: What I know is, at least for me, all the things that I've gone through, starting with the bankruptcy and all of the things, it's like once your soul gets a hold of you, it's just like, I, 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 I just knew long ago, like, okay, I'm its little bitch apparently because I'm not right. getting away. Like, <laughs> and so maybe you don't talk about your soul that way, but I do. But my point <laughs> is, once it's there, it, it, like you say, invite it in. And what I also say is, because I think sometimes it would be very easy to say, but I don't know how to do that. I don't have the skills. I don't know where to go. Or, well, wait a minute. What, what about this other business? You don't have to know the how. You just have to say yes to the what. Right? It, and so like you said, so one true. little tiny step, one little tiny step. Like your whole card deck got done one little tiny step at a time. Right?
1: It, it's true. And all of that, but I don't know how and where would I start. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. All of that is a distraction, actually. Yeah. And, exactly. and so what... What I have found is if we just are willing, if we say, mm. okay, I'm I'm available, I'm here, I'm willing, then the next thing will appear. Yeah. And it, it's it's so interesting too because you know I've arranged my whole business in a certain way and the way I market myself. And I once I said yes, <sighs> I said it to you and a couple of people, <laughs> I I just started going to bed and said Show me what the next step would look yeah,
0: like. Beautiful.
1: Show me what I'm not seeing, mm-hmm. and it began to come together. Mm-hmm. I literally had—I'm on my, one of my friend's email list, and she happened to say, "Oh, I just went live on Insight Timer," and I said, "What's Insight Timer?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "Oh, it's—it's meditation. App, I love that right? one.
0: I love that. Yes, yes."
1: And we have this conversation, and I go, "Do you think I could do like?" you know readings are reading, a, reading
0: a, a card a day reading what what
1: <laughs> and she's like yes and just like that it just started yeah. clicking
0: mm-hmm. well and here's here's more 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 soul speak basically you might feel a little like ah a little bit just cuz your your you know your our ego and our identity is really wrapped up into the old everybody knows me as this and fear kicks in like what are they going to say how am i going to monetize how am i going to monetize oh my god oh yeah you know, exactly whatever, right? that was a big one. <laughs> But if you tune into the purity of the soul desire, it's not loaded with terror. Like, there's no, like, it's only like, oh, that would be so freaking juicy. Like, oh, so, so tune in, right? And if you get like, oh, but I'm afraid your soul isn't going to scare you into submission, right? That's the mind, the gremlins, the little unconscious or other people's stuff, right? Like, for me, it was like, my mother doesn't understand my work. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when I was a therapist, they were like, oh, I understand that. You know, when you do the woo woo stuff or, or anything out of the norm, people look at you like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we also pick up on others fears or others limitations for us. So do you have any any words mm-hmm. about that? Because I, I feel like we get to teach some really good nuggets today for people right in this place.
1: This is true. And actually, when people ask me, how do you know when it's your voice and when it's, uh, you know, an angel? Because I also am an angel messenger. How do -hmm. do you know where these voices are coming Mm -hmm. from? And it's kind of like what you said. When it is your angels and your guides and your ancestors, it is always loving. Mm -hmm. It is always pure and true. And when you hear it, like, you know. And when it's our voice or the voice of someone else. It's, it's usually that kind of a jerk of a voice, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? You're going to do what? Yeah, exactly. Are you crazy? (laughs) Yes. It Uh doesn't,
1: it doesn't feel good. It doesn't uplift us. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's those voices. That's how you know, Oh no, that's just me resisting Mm -hmm. that. Right. So yeah, it, it is true. And what I have learned is we do become so attuned to. Authority figures to other people that even before we share it with them, we can anticipate what they will say. Yeah.
0: So, part of our journey is to really own our sovereignty, right? Own this is my truth. These are my words. Y'all, bye bye. Or, you know, talk to the hand is the old, the old, the old. (laughs) Is that some commercial or something? Oh, so you were such a beautiful, like, this is actually like two shows in one, right? Um, I love to talk about grief because I think in our culture, our society, maybe the the West or whatever, we do it really badly, right? Oh, she's in a better place. She's in heaven. You're good. You know, Oh, you'll have more kids or, 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 or just, just people just give stupid platitudes, not because they're being mean, but because it's such an uncomfortable, we are not trained to speak or just to hold space, like, wow, I don't even know what to say to you right now, but I'm just here. And so I love to shine light on, you know, people that have gone through horrendous things, had big losses, and then came out on the other side. But we don't just like, okay, spiritual bypass, they're great now. It's all forgiven, all's good. Because that's what our mind always wants to do. And and the people in our lives, are you over it yet? Are you done yet? Are you good? You good? It's been a month, you good? Right. As opposed to, no, this is the journey. It is for me, it was like a freaking tsunami that literally raised everything. I'm like, for you, I love the metaphor of I had tea with it. I invited it in. I spoke with it. I didn't fight it. And so, do you want to say anything else about grief?
1: Mm. Yes, I, I will say that I completely agree with you. As a culture, we do avoid death. Yeah. We, we, we don't learn how to be with people. We don't learn how to be with it within ourselves. It's the one thing none of yes. us are going to escape. Yes. It's going to come one way or another. Right. I actually had one of my biggest aha moments when I was on live like this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was being interviewed by this friend of mine and she's just, she's just a wisecrack. Like, she's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she had asked me, you know, could we talk about anything? And I said, yeah, I'm having a good day. We can talk about okay. anything. And I don't remember what we were doing but she had loosened me up and got me laughing and literally if you watch the video you can see in that moment I had an aha. Oh. And I don't remember what happened before or after but I said out loud... I buried a child. And what if nothing is wrong with that?
0: Oh. <laughs> Mic drop. That, that, you know, Ram Das says, you know, like somebody was like, Oh, but a child died at age seven. And he says the same thing. And maybe that's all they were supposed to live. Maybe that was their time. And so for you to get that, whew, then you're not a victim. Nothing bad happened. Her soul had a tremendous purpose and still does. There's the legacy of your daughter still influencing. Oh my gosh. How did that change things for you?
1: Everything changed from that moment. Literally Mm -hmm. that was when I. Grief went from being a painful experience Mm -hmm. and. um, Oh, this is challenging. This is, you know, this is taking me to my absolute edge and. I just went, oh, I get it. Wow.
0: So you were demonstrating what's a a possibility for some. I don't know that a lot of people get there because we get in the story of children shouldn't be stillborn. Little kids shouldn't be killed. You know what I mean? And so for you just to like, no, this is what it is. And then have some serenity around that.
1: That, That's just it. It's that. Is when peace and bliss can come in. And it is true. It requires us, though, if we're going to look at these types of events differently, it requires us to fully trust life. Mm -hmm. Mm. So what do I really believe about this whole thing that we're doing? Do I believe that life is for me or against me? Yes that these things happen just to knock me upside the head and leave me feeling like, what the heck is this about? You know, it brings us to our core. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, every single experience, relationship, emotion is really meant to bring us back to the fullness and the wholeness Mm -hmm. of who we are.
0: (sighs) Well, there we go. We're gonna end on that note. And who you are is freaking magical. I, I oh it's been such a delight to spend time with you. And I and I will say, because you have a podcast, what do you call those people that look for interviews? Whatever you call that, podcast agent or whatever. Yes. And she sent me your your bio, your publishing, and I'm like, eh, I'm not interested. But does she have a story to tell? Because I like her. I like her photo, I like her vibe. Is there a story? And I'm so glad that you are willing. Because this show isn't about expert content. This show is about being real and sharing from your heart. And so the fact that you could do this and do it so exquisitely and give so much um, wisdom and just, I I know this episode will touch people's lives. And I just thank you for that. Thanks for being on the journey. And thank you to Nina for showing up and and continuing to show up through you.
1: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Oof, what an episode gang. All right. So I've shared this with people. That's what I will say. Share this with people because there are people that need to hear what you've just heard today. And so, so Adriana, if people want to reach out, if they want to find you or find your deck, um, where did they go? Because they might be in two different places. I don't know what you're doing with your websites. But, yeah. A good <laughs>
1: question. Exactly. <laughs> so if they go to amaspeaks.com, so amaspeaks.com, there's some gifts and things there. And then my full mm-hmm. is where I think we'll house the
0: beautiful, index. beautiful. And all those, those will be in the show notes. So wow. What a great, I just, I just feel like, you know, when you, when you're in the presence of real, when you when you can talk truth and soul, isn't it so yummy? I just feel like, I just feel so like nourished. <laughs> so, yes. so thank you for that. And I, and I hope our paths um, cross again because you were just a delay. All right. Peace and blessings, gang. Thank you so much for listening and take care. Make sure you follow Adriana Monique Alvarez, my beautiful new friend. Okay, take care. Hey, this is Teresa. And I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area. I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you. We'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings.
1: Bye.